Good morning. Today is Thursday, May 13th, 2021. Now, I'm going to say something that sounds boastful, and I, I really, I do not like to be boastful. I try to stay away from it as much as possible, but, but the truth is the truth, and you just have to face the truth. And the truth is that I make the best eggplant Parmesan that I have ever tasted. Now, I don't take any credit for this. The story goes like this. Many years ago, wow, 40 years ago, when we first got married, Marcy and I lived in Israel. And at that time, there was a tiny, tiny kosher restaurant and we went out to eat almost never. But when we went, once in a while, we would go to this restaurant. It was right downtown, just off Ben Yehuda. And the name of the restaurant was Mamma Mia's. Tiny little restaurant, delicious Italian food. And the best thing is we could order one thing and we could share it. And it was better on our budget. And they used to make eggplant Parmesan. It was the absolute best I'd ever had in my life. The absolute best. 20 years later, we had moved back. We had our children now. And we came back to Israel 20 years later. And lo and behold, Mama Mia's had closed down the location and they moved. And now they were located, if you know, on King George right opposite the park near the, what used to be the Plaza Hotel. And they were now in this beautiful old home with a courtyard. And it was just so beautiful and lovely to go there. And of course, we went back to the restaurant and of course we got the eggplant parmesan and it was exactly the way I remembered it from 20 years before, you know, that special taste. It was just exactly there. And we went a few times and every time we started with eggplant parmesan and it was the best, the best. So one night we were there with our kids and it was late. And the restaurant had kind of emptied out. We were sitting in the courtyard. It was just beautiful Jerusalem summer evening, delicious food. And it was quiet. So I had a moment of chutzpah. I walked into the kitchen and the chef was there and no one else was there. Again, it was quiet. There were no other diners. It was quiet. And I said to him, I said, my friend, we just enjoyed your eggplant Parmesan. I've been eating it for tw over 20 years. I love it so much. It's so special. Would you mind to tell me how you make it so I can go home and make it myself? And this chef, was very nice and very friendly. And he graciously gave me the entire recipe and the method. And here's the amazing thing. I went home, I followed his recipe, and it was exactly the same as Mamma Mia's. Exactly the same. I was, you know, a lot of times, you know, you get a recipe, you can't quite capture the, but I was able to. Unfortunately, that restaurant has closed down. 
There are other restaurants now, but that restaurant has closed down. But that is the recipe that I make. And it is the best eggplant parmesan I've ever tasted. I don't ask you to take my word for it. Almost exactly a year ago, in May 2020, Marcy and I did a cooking demonstration of this recipe of eggplant parmesan, and it's on YouTube. So if you go back to the YouTubes, or you can see it on, on the Shul uh, webpage, if you scroll down, May 2020, you'll see the video, you can watch it. And if you want the full recipe, if you send me an email, I'll be happy to send it to you. And you can judge for yourself. Now, the reason I mention this is because this Sunday night is Shavuos. Shavuos is the Yom Tov, the holiday that we celebrate when the Jewish people gathered around Mount Sinai and God revealed himself and God revealed his Torah to us, the Jewish people. Arguably the most important single event in all of Jewish history. It is the event that gives us the wisdom and holiness and identity and mission that makes us Jews. So the main observance of Shavuos on a normal year is that we stay up all night, the first night of Shavuos, studying Torah. In a normal year, we gather in a great, amazing crowd of people learning Torah at Kol Tarmetzion. Nebuch this year, because of the curfew, will be at home, but hopefully each of us will be able to spend time studying Torah over Shavuos, even if we're at home. On Monday morning, first day of Shavuos in Shul, or even if we're home, we read the Aserah Sedibras, the Ten Commandments. That's the anniversary of the date that that was given to us. On the second day of Shavuos, Tuesday, we read the Book of Ruth. We say Yizkar. Okay, those are some of the practices of Yom Tov, of Shavuos. But the most widespread custom of Shavuos, and the most delicious custom, is the custom to eat dairy foods on Shavuos. Like cheesecake, or blintzes, or ice cream, or eggplant parmesan. And that's why I urge you to try my recipe in honor of Shavuos. But the question is, why? Why do we have dairy foods on Shavuos? What is the connection between receiving the Torah at Mount Sinai and eating dairy foods? So there's one answer that's given. It's quite popular, but I have to tell you the answer is a little bit weak in substance. And the answer goes like this. When God gave the laws of the Torah to the Jewish people at Mount Sinai on Shavuos, that means that on that day, the Jewish people were obligated, commanded to observe all of the mitzvahs, all the commandments, including the laws of kosher. And all of a sudden, on that day, 
when they had to start keeping kosher as a commandment, all of their dishes were treif. And all of the meat that they had was treif. So what did they eat that day? Yes, in the morning, they God revealed himself in Mansani, but they still had to have lunch. So what did they eat? Well, the easiest and quickest meal to prepare to make from scratch is a dairy meal. So since they had a dairy meal on that day, we have a dairy meal on Shavuos. Okay, maybe. But there's a much better answer, and it's a much deeper answer. And it goes like this. In Shir Hashirim, the Song of Songs, written by Shlomo Amela, King Solomon, Shir Hashirim is a poetic love song that describes the relationship between God and the Jewish people through history and describes the relation, the event of the Jewish people at Mount Sinai as the marriage, the intimate union between God and the Jewish people. And in that work, the Torah that we received on Shavuos at Mount Sinai, the Torah is described in a metaphoric term as devash v'chalav, honey and milk. The Torah is described in this way because it is sweet like honey and nourishing like milk. So since we celebrate the Torah on Shavuos and the Torah in Shir Hashim is described with these terms, Devash v'chalav, to celebrate how sweet and nourishing the Torah is, we eat those foods, we eat dairy sweet foods on Shavuos. And this, by the way, is a very important and deep understanding of the holiday. Because the truth of it is, many of us look at God's commandments especially if we're not so interested in observing them as intrusive, burdensome. Why do I have to do this? Why can't I do that? Why does God care if I do this or I don't do that? Why are there so many requirements, so many obligations? Just leave me alone and let me just be a good person. Why do I have to be burdened with so many mitzvahs? Many people say. On an intellectual level, I understand that response. But the truth is, every single Jewish practice, every single opportunity to do a mitzvah, an opportunity to avoid the opposite, is milk and honey. It is sweet and nourishing to enjoy, it makes our life more beautiful and more delicious. On Shavuos, it's not just the content of the Torah and the list of mitzvahs that we received, that we celebrate. 
but the way in which observing the mitzvahs and keeping the Torah sweetens us and nourishes us and brings us closer to God. I promise you, my eggplant parmesan will help. So try it and let me know what you think. But meanwhile, this Shavuos, let's allow ourselves to feel not only receiving the Torah, but loving the Torah, being sweetened by the Torah, and being nourished by the Torah. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.